What is up? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. It is Friday as this drops, and you know what that means. I am joined by my man, Caleb at Power Wheels. We are talking about what happens when the player you collect's market goes too high, and what is a new lane you can explore. Caleb has been going ham on the 2014 Totally Certified Mirror Parallels. This is a set I've been really enjoying, so we talk a little bit about that. His collection's incredible. If you like what I'm doing over here, follow, subscribe, hit all the buttons. Most importantly, tell a damn friend that you're enjoying the Stacking Slabs podcast. Without further ado, let's kick into the conversation. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. Excited for this conversation. I think the uh, topic is probably something most of you all can relate with um, out there listening. Um, I ran into our guest page just through getting in the Instagram wormhole. Um, he was collecting some stuff that um, I was interested in and um, I, we started chatting and learned a lot about um, his collecting and figured it would make for a good episode. So the episode is going to be how to keep collecting when you're priced out of your primary PC. I'm joined by Caleb. Caleb goes by Power Wheels on Instagram. We're going to talk about Totally Certified 2014. It's a set I've been talking a lot about. We're going to be talking about Tom Brady and a bunch of other stuff. But without further ado, Caleb, welcome. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Uh, Brad, thank you for this opportunity. I've been looking forward to it uh, all week once you mentioned it, uh, when you messaged me. So I'm real excited about this. Me too. Um, So... I guess like most of the time, like people who listen to the guests on the show, they immediately go to their, like I put, you know, handles in the show notes and people go visit the page, hit follow and start exploring. But I think it might be good because I know you are just doing like uh, Instagram page refresh. So yeah. before we get into the topic, maybe talk a little bit about like the refresh you're doing and why. Well, I guess. I, I kind of did a refresh. I, I felt like some of my cards were kind of getting buried um, amongst other cards. I noticed my my page, it was, you know, it was a lot of random posts, a lot of random cards posted. And I just wanted more um, uniformity with my posts, um, like backgrounds. I, and I really admire how some people, they always kind of have the same setup for their background. And mine was just always kind of all over the place. Um, not very consistent. My photo quality wasn't uh, super consistent. And I really wanted to do my best and, and putting out the best photos with consistent backgrounds. So where it just looks more uniformed. You started off with a couple bangers. So I'm excited to see um, <laughs> where, where it all goes. And maybe we like start here with, you know, so there's so many Brady collectors out there, so many communities of people who collect Brady stuff. Um, but I feel like that is probably the best place to start is just like your connection with Tom Brady. How far does it go back? How does it influence your collecting? Maybe we start there. Yeah. Well, when, believe it or not, when, when I grew up, I really didn't care for Brady a whole lot. You know, he was just, you know, I guess I liked other players. I really liked Kurt Warner a lot. And when, and when Brady, you know, played him in the Super Bowl and knocked him out, I was like, oh, I don't like this Brady guy. <laughs> but I watched a documentary and uh, <clears throat> about Tom Brady. I'm sure you probably maybe seen it on ESPN. And uh, it was about the six guys, you know, chosen before him. And, uh, man, it just gave me this great respect for Tom Brady, just the fact he was the, the backup on the freshman high school team. And um, he had a fight for a spot when he went to Michigan, and he was drafted later. And he just always had to overcome those obstacles of, of playing under pressure. You know, and I, I really think that transitioned into the NFL, how, how well he handles pressure. And I just admire that a lot. I'm a, 
I'm a competitor. Like I've always, you know, been heavy into powerlifting and competing. And I don't know when I see people that are great at something, I admire it. You know, even if I'm not like, even if it's not my guy, but, um, Brady kind of became my guy, the more I, you know, learned about him. And, uh, I started to follow him right before he won that fourth Super Bowl when they beat Seattle. That was when I kind of transitioned into, into collecting Brady. Personal connection. You saw something that his drive, motivation, overcoming odds. Um, I feel like we all, when we're, when we go deep in collecting someone, we always try to find that connection. So I can definitely, you know, you see based on you, you know, being power lifter, probably having to uh, overcome some things to continue to do that. Um, Maybe like talk a little bit about the like cards, like where did you start when you started collecting Brady? Because, you know, he's, there's there's so many different types of card sets. So maybe go there. Definitely. You know, it, it was, it was, this is where it started. I was actually really into collecting uh, Tim Tebow and the Tim Tebow mania. And I knew those cards weren't going to be worth anything. I I bought them because I like Tim Tebow. You know, I'm a character guy too, you know, and I really admire how he handled himself. And uh, there was a Tim Tebow super fractor that I really wanted. You know, I I wanted a super fractor. When I think about like one of ones, you know, growing up collecting cards, that that was like the one of one card I thought of was a super fractor. Wasn't anything else. It was that super fractor. So I wanted one. And there was a, a Tim Tebow super fractor that hit eBay. It was a rookie auto. Top's finest, had the jersey patch. And I, I just sold, I'd sold a bunch of commons at a, at a garage sale. And I'd never spent a whole lot of money on a card at this point. And uh, I had about 300 bucks that I made. And I told myself, I'm going to buy this Tim Tebow super fractor. But if it doesn't work out, there's this Tom Brady super fractor sitting on eBay for 350 bucks. And I think I'm going to take a swing at it. The bidding on that Tebow went crazy. It went over like $700, which was a lot of money back then in the market. And, uh, and I lost, you know, cause my, my bid was gonna be about $300. And I was like, well, I guess I have to go get this Brady. And it was a, it was a 2012, um, I'll hold it up for you. It's in a oh, case. Man. There's a, it's a 2012, uh, top <laughs> finest super fractor. <laughs> and, uh, the person had three fifty or best offer. And I was like, yeah, I, I sent him like two fifty, <laughs> and we, agree, we agree on 300. And, uh, that was the Brady card that started it for me. <laughs> wow. And, uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, let me, let me ask it. Let me ask it. So at the time, what, uh, it's even, it's hard to imagine everything you just said, like Tom Brady, super fractor, $300. Like, did you have like, well, did you have any idea that like, I don't know, like to me, that seems ludicrous to in today's market and today's collecting. Did you feel like you were getting a deal there or? Did that seem like a lot for you at that time? Talk a little bit about that. It was a lot at the time. Um, I, I guess I couldn't say it seemed like too good of a deal because there were tons of them. Like they they would pop up. You could find them on eBay in different years, Bowman Chrome, Super Fractors, Tops, and they would be like 500 bucks, 600 bucks, 700 bucks. You'd watch them sell all the time. Even like the, uh, the Prism um, Finites, the black one-on-one Finites, even those were like a few hundred dollars. But but people weren't just like racing to them, you know. People were getting them for under a thousand bucks all day. Uh, I wish if I could go back in time, I would have bought every one of them. But you you just don't know. You think that that's high back then. You didn't. We didn't know what it would project to. You uh, you put a card like that up on Instagram stories, posts, whatever. Like there's going to be a flock of people. Like how many? you've had that card for some time now. How many people have tried to pry that out of your hands? Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of people ask about that one. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you, honestly, I really don't know the, the number, but, um, it, that, that man, that's just a card. I couldn't move. I, I absolutely love that card. 
And I don't know um, what all else you know about that card for my sake, but uh, I do have, here's one of them, but I do have all four of the printing plates that were used to make it. I tracked down all four of them. And I know people can't see this, but the magenta, the, the blue and the, <laughs> the yellow and the black. And, and then that took me seven years to do that, um, to get every plate. I know plates aren't like that collectible, but I think it's really cool when you can get all of them with the, with the one of one and the rainbow. It's, I think it's special. I don't know if there's How, another one to be honest what, with you. What was your, what, so I didn't even, I would have said maybe there was one printing plate. I would not have known that there were four. What was like, your motivation to go out there and, and grab those well, printing plates. And what, how did you find them all? Man, one of them I found on Amazon back when that, which was kind of weird, you know, it was like sitting on Amazon, but one of them was on eBay and I bought it and I said, Hey, that'd be cool to have one. I said, I probably could never really get them all, but let me just go ahead and grab it anyway. So I bought it and I was like, let me see where, if there's any more out there. And I, and I went and I found another one on Amazon. And then a couple of years later, another one popped up. And then seven years later, this black one finally popped up on eBay. I was outside grilling lunch, doing my e- constant eBay checks. And I said, you gotta be kidding me. And <laughs> it popped up and uh, I messaged the seller. I was like, man, I was like, how long have you had that plate? And he said, man, I, I'm just trying to, I was trying to help this old lady that I know sell her husband's collection. He passed away. And uh, I was like, man. And once he, once it said shipped and it, I knew it was in the mail, I told him why, why I was asking about it. And I told him everything. He's like, man, that's incredible. Because there's a chance that would have just stayed in a shoebox in somebody's closet. And it's just really cool that I was able to finally get that last piece. That's insane. So you start your Brady uh, journey off with this uh, Super Fractor 2012, 2012, right? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, 2012 sir. finest Super Fractor, which I don't know. Not I can't, I can't imagine many people start their player PC with the Super Fractor, but that's what you did. <laughs> Where did that take you? Like, what was next? Like, talk about maybe some pieces that you've picked up and kept uh, in the in with Brady. Okay, well, obviously, I completed the whole rainbow with that, and that was a process. But one of the another cool piece that I had was uh was the uh, one of my favorite. It's a one of one also, but it was the uh, the twenty eighteen uh, black finite stained glass. So that was a that's a special piece. I love it. Now I've had a lot of people ask me about this one. Beautiful one, but it, it's a it's a great card. I, I love that set. I loved it ever since I saw the gold one. When I saw the gold one, I, I was like, man, I would, sure would love to have the one of one. And I was fortunate to work out a deal with a good friend of mine and uh, he helped me out with that one. So, what are the Brady cards are like? Kind of at your on your on your personal Mount Rushmore that you own? My personal one, the, the two mosaics that you recently saw posted. I, <laughs> I absolutely love these cards. Um, I got this this. 2010 one, like back in the day, I think I paid about uh, 280 bucks for it. Um, just a, sent the guy an offer. It was really weird. He had it listed at like, I don't know, like 275. And somehow we did a, I don't know. It was just odd. I got it for like 280 bucks. I'm sorry, short, but, and then the, the one that you last saw me post this one, this, this card, this 2011 mosaic, I've wanted this card for so long. Never spoke about it. Cause like I mentioned in my post, like, I don't think that's a good idea to, do is you talk about cards you want too much, you know, um, you might not ever get them. You, you might convince other people how good they are and they want, you know, so, uh, you know, but I was so glad to get that one. Out. And, uh, I mean, I had it on my eBay search list for years and, uh, only four of them had been graded, you know, so I knew like the odds of just finding one were not, uh, not very high and it popped up and I really didn't think I had a shot with the budget that I'd set up for it. And, um, uh, 
it just worked out. You know, Brady was five and or three and five at the time. Let me flip that around. Three and five at the time. They just lost to Baltimore on Thursday. The the auction ended at um, on Sunday at six o'clock. It was a PSA eight. I was like, man, all these little things that might keep someone away. I was like, might allow me to get this car. <laughs> and I saw some of my buddies in the Brady community uh, think giving you a nod. So there were certainly some people that yeah. maybe were after it. Maybe weird time didn't bid on it, but so it goes. These car, a lot of these cards that you've picked up, obviously you you got ahead of it. Um, you know, we all wish we could be in that spot where we're buying cards uh, for you know pennies on the dollar for what they're going for now. Post Brady Mahomes Super Bowl, things started to tick up. Market got wild. Like Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Everyone, you know, started to appreciate him even more in the hobby, and his market just exploded. So, like, talk a little bit about about that, just from your uh, standpoint as just a collector. Like, it's sometimes it's hard not to just jump into the fire and overpay for a bunch of stuff, and then you wait, you know, a couple months later, and stuff's like. We're seeing that now, right? The, the absolutely of, of the market. So maybe talk a little bit about how you process that as a player collecting and then maybe player collector of Brady. And then maybe we can get into kind of the alternative and, and where you headed. Okay. I definitely like slowed down, just processed it all kind of observed, seeing what people were doing, seeing what the, the prices were doing. And I, I noticed a lot of cards um, selling for a lot of money that were just basic cards. They were so basic. You know, some of the things that I showed you were like number to 10, number to one, you know, really low print stuff. And I mentioned some of those prices already. So when I'm seeing like just a regular old base refractor because it's a PSA 10 selling for a thousand bucks or like a, a card that's, you know, serial numbered much higher selling for a couple thousand dollars in a PSA 10, it's just, it blew my mind and it just didn't, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. It wasn't anything that you know, after you buy cards for one price, it's really hard to buy something that's not even close to as rare, desirable, and pay like way more money for it. You know, so that that was kind of my thought process when I saw it happening. It's hard for us to turn off the 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 buying gene, though. You know, we we might our antennas go up and we say, you know what, like this is too expensive, and oftentimes we try to like pivot off and maybe start a side PC, maybe collect another player what I've come to find out about you, you've kind of dove into kind of collecting a set um, and that's 2014 totally certified. So maybe talk a little bit about like how that even came to be, like what was your decision making um, and how did you kind of like, where did you start and why? Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> there's a couple of questions there. I definitely want to answer. It was actually a set that I always kind of admired from afar. You know, there's a, there's a guy, Brandon, um, 20, so it's totally certified die cut. That's his name on IG. And uh, man, he has an unbelievable collection if you haven't checked it out. And uh, he's taken some stuff down since, but I'm, I'm sure he still has it. But uh, man, he's just seen his collection. I've always, I've always thought these cards would be beautiful from the pictures. But, um, you know, when the Brady market started to go a little higher, um, you know, I got a little bit more curious about them. I was looking for something else to get into. And I, I wasn't sure what it was going to be. And, um, you know, I noticed that he had a card. I was like, well, if I'm ever going to get into collecting those cards, I'm going to, it's my, well, one, my guy's going to have to be in the set. You know, Brady's going to have to be in the set and Brady is in the set. And, uh, I noticed that he had this one. He had the, the 2014, uh, dirtified die cut gold Brady, um, number to five. And, uh, 
I was like, man, that's just a beautiful card. I noticed he was more into basketball. And um, I just started talking to him, just trying to learn from the set. And, and man, he was so helpful. A great, great guy. And uh, and I just asked him, I said, man, if you'd ever consider moving that gold Brady, um, please let me know. And and he was kind of back and forth on it for a long time. And I, I left him alone about it. He'd, he'd randomly bring it up to me, you know, that, hey, I'm thinking about selling it. And he'd be like, no, 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 I'm not. And then <laughs> he'd bring it up again. And uh, he finally said, man, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it go to you. I know you like this set a lot. And uh, that was awesome. And uh, once I got that card, that kind of allowed for me to be able to dive into all the other ones. I, I, I felt like that gold was going to be the cornerstone of this collection if I were to ever put it together. And I know there's a one of one, you know, of it, but this gold's like as close to that as you can get. And um, so once I got the gold, I felt more excited about pursuing the set. If I didn't have that, then of my, of my favorite player, I would have always felt this like gap in the collection. And it kind of goes back to like you mentioned earlier, you said, you know, you started your Brady PC with the super fractor one of one, you know, if I were to build a rainbow, man, for me, I would have to acquire that one of one first, you know, if I was even going to pursue it. And if I couldn't get it, unless like the mosaics, you know, then I probably wouldn't go after too many of them. But because I would always feel like there's like a gap in what I'm trying to complete. Maybe that's just part of my style of being a little bit of a completionist, you know, but, um, you know, so getting that gold is really what set it up. With that set, there are uh, a lot of different parallels uh, you've got. Maybe can you talk a little bit about just like defining like the difference between like the, the mirror platinum and the platinum mm-hmm. gold? Like talk just so I've had to go to Cardboard Connection like 10 times as I'm <laughs> trying to dig in just to make sense of it. So maybe just for the audience, like talk a little bit about the the difference of the parallels and then also are you going after all the parallels like what are you doing i'll use the last one first i'm not i'm going for all the mirror parallels and i guess i'll explain the difference so you have the totally certified platinum parallel and then you have the totally certified platinum mirror parallel mirror platinum and the mirror are the ones that kind of have the refractor shine that a lot of people are drawn to and the the other ones are more like a like a foil without that refractor shine that's that's kind of the difference you know, there's four parallels in each, right? But with the mirror parallels, that's really kind of ones that I like to focus on. Um, you have the green one of one, you have the gold to five, the blue to 10, and the red to 25. So, I mean, there's not a lot of, you know, red is as is common as it gets. And that's pretty rare, you know? Out of the mirror parallels, are you trying to complete every player of the entire set? Like, what's your strategy? I'm not trying to get every player. and um, I, but I'm trying to get like every star, every semi-star, you know, not guys that maybe didn't shine too much in their career. They shine at any moment. I kind of like to kind of like to pick them up so that the price is right, but I don't have to complete them all. I don't, probably shouldn't say this, but I guess I'll go ahead and share it. But, um, you know, I've heard some people, you know, some, you know, some guys that are saying, you know, I'm gonna, I'm at the point where I'm going to pick up the no name players. I'm going to pick up anybody in this set. I just love the set so much. We talk about, you know, not following the herd. You know, so once that happened and I heard people mentioning those sorts of things, I, I made the transition. I started moving into basketball leagues because I noticed the stars were still available. And I noticed in football, the stars are not really available. Like they're, they really don't they're pop not. up. So I kind of transitioned and I've been doing that for a little while now. I haven't posted anything, <laughs> but uh, and I'll probably hold off for a little while. Um, this might've blown my cover a little bit, but, you know, but I just kind of made that transition. I was like, well, let me go. I want to get star players, right? So maybe talk on on the football side. 
I don't know. I think this is super fun and I've maybe not gone as hard as you, but just, but in other sets, just, I just love the card. I love the set. And then it gives you the opportunity to maybe explore new players that you've appreciated over time yeah. that you haven't collected. So maybe like, as you've bought these cards, uh, has there been any specific players that you didn't think you would, but since you bought their cards, you kind of re- you connect with them in a way that you've thought, well, maybe like some da- down the road, I might start, you know, collecting more of those players cards. Like talk a, a little bit about going from one player, Brady, to collecting a lot of different players and maybe like going deeper in certain areas or not. Yeah, definitely. I, um, the set, the set's just, it's beautiful. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful set. Um, and typically I probably wouldn't go after all the players like in any other set, I just get the Brady out of it and move on. But this set's just so nice. And you just see it in person and you've seen it. I've, there's that gold. I know mean, your gold luck that you just got, man, it's, that not a beautiful card. <laughs> shout out, uh, <laughs> shout out MK Sports Cards, uh, Michael, who was very kind and generous. I'm sure you've gotten to this point. It's but like that card. There's five copies, and I, I That's knew, it. I knew a few people who had one, and I knew they weren't going anywhere. So I, I just sent out the bat signal, and l- luckily, that kind of sometimes it's a it makes sense not to talk about it, but sometimes in desperation, you just kind yep. of throw it out it there. Helps and, you. It helps it, you. It, it helps. But yes, uh, the card is gorgeous. It was my first uh, mere platinum gold and uh, obsessed, I guess. They just hit a little different. They're different. And <laughs> I, you know, the, the texture, the um, and the shine combined, it's just so different. You know, we're, it's think about all like refractors were like awesome growing up. Right. And I, I remember when I was a kid, I'd go into the, the card shop. I'd have like a, like maybe a buck, like one dollar. And I'd be like, hey, you got any refractors? I'd buy no-name refractors just because I like the way they shine, man. I didn't even care who the guy was. And it's a pretty card. I'll take it. And uh, not much of a budget back when I was a kid. Now it's like there's so many cards that just emulate that refractor design, right? You got Select. There's tons of them. Optic, Prism. You know, there's tons of brands that are are like refractors. And these are just so different. It's a paper-style card. And just that texture design with that shine, man, it's just... It's incredible. I, I don't know if there's anything else like it uh, that has the texture like modern day, you know, that has that texture and that shine combined. It's so unique. So this this product seems like it has a cult following. Obviously, you don't have the mainstream hobby like pumping it up and talking about it, but it just seems like there's a cult following behind it. Do you think this is, uh, I don't know, It's and it seems like more recently, maybe it's just my world where I'm just seeing collectors who I appreciate like you, like, like Michael MK sports cards, just like post it. And I I'm inspired. And then that's taken me down this lane of being like, Oh, let me go check out this set. And it's just different. It's different than your prisms. It's different than your selects. And I think none of you are saying like, go out and buy these because I want my cards to go up you're probably like doing the exact opposite, but maybe talk a little bit about that. Just like how this is like, it just seems like it's been organic and there's just like a cult yeah. following behind the set just for, because of all the traits that you've said. It's, it's just, and I, I can speak for myself. I can't ever speak for anybody else, but you know, I'm just, it's just passion for the set, man. I just, I just love it. And when you're excited about something, you want to share it. And at the same time, it can kind of shoot yourself in the foot when you're trying to get, you're trying to get more of the cards yourself, but it's like, it's hard to hold back and, and not be excited about something. And, um, you know, that's that, I know that's where it comes from me. I'm just excited about it. 
I haven't sold one of these things. <laughs> and I, I don't plan to move them because, like you mentioned, there's five copies. I mean, you might not ever get another another shot at uh, your, your gold Andrew Luck or this Brady gold that I have right here. It's like that's it. You know, it's, it's tough to find a, a card like that. Do you have any uh, of the greens? Yes, I have the Eli uh, green. And you, earlier you mentioned like what players that really kind of made me tap into Eli a little bit um, and just appreciate what he did beating Brady, my guy, twice, you know, in the Super Bowl. It's like people can laugh at Eli, but man, at the end of the day, he beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. So that's I mean, pretty awesome for him. <laughs> I have the, yeah, I have the Eli uh, green. I, I got that graded. It was a PSA 10. I have the Ben Rossesberger green, one of one. I just got that back from PSA. It hit a 10 also. Um, I've got the a Matt Forte green. I've got a um, let's see what else I got over there. Um, a Richard Sherman green, and a, I got actually have the Matt Ryan green. Wow! I yeah. uh, so before I got super uh, attracted to the set, I had someone message me, and after the fact, I try. I literally spent like two days trying to find the DM to be like, no. And if you're out there and you're listening, maybe Caleb and I can like. Actually, I don't want to have an arm wrestling match because Caleb would probably be me. But, <laughs> yeah. but I got somebody put a list of like eight cards. There were eight Philip Rivers cards, and one of them was the green one of one. And oh wow! I said I had just bought a couple things, and I said, "Let me get back to you." And all of a sudden, like a week later, I was like, "Oh damn!" Like because I I didn't know the greens were the one of ones because I wasn't educated on the set. But I got educated and like, I literally couldn't, I, I've gotten no response and can't get oh, any back. No. So you, I guess moral of the story is if you got a crack at a one-on-one and it's a player you collect and it's an awesome set like this, just buy it right away. Yep. You got to go for it. You got to go for it. Would you say the golds are, are your favorite? The golds and the, the, I like the reds a lot too. The golds are my favorite, but the blues are probably the, the bottom for myself. Um, but they're still awesome. But man, the, the golds and those reds just just pop so different. Why don't you think these cards come up and are available? Because I've got my save search set up and it's it's just it's not it doesn't nothing pops up often on them. Yeah, it doesn't. And I tell you, when I started, I started about one year ago, maybe maybe about 13 months ago now. And uh, there were there were a lot of them on eBay, you know, not not lots of one of ones and things like that or golds and things like that. But um, there were a lot of reds on ebay and uh they were pretty cheap like I, I was buying like larry fitzgerald red for like eight bucks you know something like maybe a, a rob gronkowski i bought for like 9.99 free shipping one just sold for over 200 you know and, and i was like oh there's adrian peterson i'll take that one and i was just like picking them off at like you know under 15 bucks 10 bucks seven bucks you know and just scooped them all up and then i got to a point where after i got them i, I was excited i was like wow i'm starting to put a little collection together and i keep checking i was like wait there's there's no more coming available and uh, well, because once they kind of kind of bought up a lot of the ones on eBay that I like, I, that's when I realized I was like, man, these don't pop up. Those are just the ones sitting that no one was like grabbing yet. And uh, but they weren't getting refreshed with new ones. And uh, then I realized just, you know, just how rare they were. That's when, you know, um, when you start when the, the well dries up a little bit. So you've you you started with Brady, you dove into this set. I would say, you know. Brady's market, just like everyone else's, is kind of becoming it's coming back down to earth in a way. Like, how has his maybe the parabolic nature of his market coming down? How has that impacted like one, like how you're collecting or buying Tom Brady? And then two, like your relationship with this totally certified set. 
in terms of Brady, it's, uh, I'm a lot more selective. Like, but prices are coming down, and uh, you know, I I'd be honest, I I don't really see t- a whole lot of Brady's that that I've been too interested in too lately until this 2011 mosaic popped up, and that's why I was like all in on it. You know, I that I can't. The last Brady card I bought for this was a totally certified. It was one of the Reds, but. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, no, no out there. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I was just, I was curious. You with have since the car you're selective, but in your buy, you bought that the mosaic Brady. Like, have you uh, has your attention on totally certified gone down because you're now more focused oh. on Brady, or is it, or is it a, a balancing act between the two? I would say a balancing act. If a Brady that like I'm really after pops up, like like that mosaic, then I'll go after it, but I'm still really kind of paying a little bit more attention to the, to the totally certifieds. And that's where I put my attention. You know, when I bought this mosaic, there was just a, uh, there was a gold Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald, uh, number to five pop up and man, I wanted to get it. I saw I, it. I, I could, I couldn't budget it in when I got this Brady. I was like, man, I'm just going to have to pass on it. You know, but I told myself if I don't get this mosaic, I'm going after that, that Aaron Donald, but, I like the way it worked out because I really wanted this this mosaic, but that that was a little bit of a balancing act there. Do you know what the Aaron Donald? That's is that that's rookie Aaron Donald rookie? Yeah, it's it's, it's his rookie. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. that ended up at? Yeah, it was so cheap. So I think somewhere around two hundred fifty bucks. Oh wow! Yeah, I that, watched that was it. Cheap. I watched it. That was one of those ones where it was like gener- like generational player, like awesome set. And it was like I think just because he wasn't like a, a a player PC, I just didn't prioritize it and. I remember it going and back. Like, oh, I hope that ended up in a good home. That was kind of my yeah. mentality. Yeah, definitely. Maybe we close out with this. I'd love to know just uh, advice for collectors out there who, I don't know, it feels like just listening to you talk, like maybe uh, you got to the point where you're just like with your collecting, it's like, I just want to try something new. And like this helped inspire it. It kind of reignited your collecting. You're going down all these rabbit holes, shaking trees, trying to get these cards. Maybe like, what piece of feedback do you have for collectors who are just like maybe stuck in the same lane over and over again, losing auctions, stuff's too high, whoever they collect and are looking to do something new. So maybe just share some perspective from your experience. Yeah. If the, if the prices are kind of going high in the, in the area that you're, you're collecting in and you're, you're, you're maybe wanting to try something as you're getting priced out, that's usually kind of, if the prices are up, that's kind of where the herd went. That's where everybody's going to. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm real big on like, don't follow the herd, you know, beat them to the next thing, you know, and then, and then they're going to come and they're going to figure it out too. And then the prices are going to go up and you're going to need to move another lane. But it's, it's almost like to build a good collection. Sometimes you gotta, gotta move by yourself. You know, don't follow people discover for yourself. You know, you know, I, I love following people on Instagram that don't even collect who I collect. I like following accounts where they just find great looking cards you know, it might not be who or what I collect at all, but Brandon, to, uh, totally certified doc. I mean, he's got awesome cards and, uh, it, it allows for me to learn about a lot of sets that I wouldn't otherwise know about. So I guess kind of venturing out and, and finding people that just find nice looking cards and see if there's something that strikes your interest and maybe move to that. But yeah, you know, don't be afraid to like go away from the herd where everybody's going. It's always nice to get inspired by the rest of the collecting community. You can find him 
at Power Wheels on Instagram. Caleb, your collection's insane. That super fractor story is nuts. Uh, I'm glad, I bet you're glad you ended up with that instead of the Tim Tebow right now. I appreciate uh, uh, 100%. I, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story, man. I'll have to talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you for your time. God bless, brother. Hopefully you enjoyed that conversation with Caleb. I love his approach. I love his mentality. And how about that Brady super fractor story, huh? You take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. More stacking slabs coming at you next week.